Casey. Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's get into it. This is the intro of music to our podcast. No one's and just gonna say it in here any of the words this time around. <laughs> I was trying to think like I was like, this is neck dancing music, but it like it... yeah, it definitely reminds me of like beat beat up the beat Jersey Shore like in the club <laughs> fist pumping. Not it's usually just... the music I'm into, but I'm starting to really get into Good. it. Good it head bob. gets us excited and ready to dive into some tea. Drink some tea. I have coffee next to me. Oh, no. I bought the it's wrong like drink. Our green, it's like our own green tea. It's energizing us for the week with all the celebs. With all the sad news we get to report right now. <laughs> some is sad. Some is, We have a little positive at the end. <laughs> yeah, and we finish up at the end. Donate the messenger, man. This is what's yeah. out there. So we can't do anything about the fact that there's a lot of crazy stories going out right now. A lot of disappointing <laughs> things are occurring in the world. Should we, we just thought, jump into it? Yeah, we only got two weeks left of 2020, and then January 1st, 2021 is going to be everything's going to go back to like everything's going to be perfect, better than it was before, right? Rainbows and sunshine and yeah. unicorns and lollipops. Exacto mundo. So we have two weeks left of this bullshit it's that like we're going to report to you now. It's like the purge. All the bad things are going to happen now. <laughs> I don't think you've watched that movie, have you? <laughs> no, I'm too scared of it because it's going to happen in real life one day. <laughs> it's really nuts it's a great concept um all right well i mean speaking of purging <laughs> get, let's get rid of uh, no, no, bad no. exes in your life how do we get these boys out of here kelly clarkson deserves none of this all right we have an update on her divorce which is that her shitty ex-husband has filed for spousal and child support in the wonderful, uh, realistic tone of four hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars a month. That's, That's not a all? year, people. <laughs> yeah, a month. Can you ever imagine making like two hundred thousand dollars a year, like alone, just like you having like, woohoo! I make half of what this person wants in spousal support for a month. Yeah, so, I can't imagine making almost half a million a month. <laughs> Yeah. Like, so then break it down. He's respectfully asking for I'll round him down on average five million a year. When he's already incredibly successful music producer that his daddy started this company and that he's been working for and he's been Kelly's talent manager. And so that's part of the issue. So he has asked what's her ex-husband's name? Oh, Brendan Brandon. Blackstock. Yeah. yeah. Blackstock. And his dad's name is Narval, just to remind everybody. And also a reminder, Narvel used to be married to Reba McIntyre. Yeah, but they separated now a few years ago. Reba's moved on. We're happy for her. And yeah. Kelly will move on soon. Yeah, too. and Reba and Kelly, like, at one point were, you know, stepmothers, you know. I think Reba step- hooked Kelly up with, with Brandon. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And they're so close, so I think she's probably in her corner. But yeah. I digress. Continue. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. No, no worries. Uh, Brandon. Yeah. So the breakdown in the court is he's asking for $301,000 in spousal support and 135000 for their two children, six-year-old River, four-year-old Remington. And he already makes so much money on his own. We don't 
understand why he's doing this. And we're also coming to find out that his dad has actually filed for unpaid uh, services of uh, like their comp their management company is suing Kelly for unpaid services and unpaid revenue of like one and a half million dollars. And he filed the dad Narvel and the company filed against Kelly in September. And then Kelly has filed a countersuit. Yeah. She's basically now saying that he has defrauded her out of millions of dollars because she he was her manager which reminded me obviously on a much greater scale but do you remember Casey when this happened with Kathy Griffin and her ex-husband oh, yeah where he was also her manager or tour manager or something yeah he stole so much money from her like under the table without her even knowing yeah and then tried to sue her for more yeah exactly so and then you're like you want to know why you don't believe in love Jesus. <laughs> I mean Kelly Kelly Clarkson clearly makes a lot more and is worth way more than um, Kathy Griffin. But like when I yeah. first heard that story and immediately made me think of that. Yeah. And it is a tale as old as time. Doesn't this happen? Like, yeah. unfortunately very frequently. And that's why you can't miss business with pleasure. And it's just like, I love Kelly Clarkson so much. Yeah. She's such a positive, like has only been a good, thing to our culture too. yeah and i've never heard a bad thing and i have a direct connection to her that has like really nothing negative to say about her at all but i can't name it because like it's it was hap- it was during the american idol years so there's no real update but during the american well, idol years she was really fantastic yeah and i mean she's clearly gone from just being a singer to then being the host on the voice and now having her own talk show and she and she and jimmy fallon were basically at one point like keeping nbc alive especially when the whole ellen thing was falling apart so very true and she does a great segment with seth myers if you want to see like who Kelly Clarkson is. It was day drinking with Seth Meyers. And these people get so wasted when they're on these segments with him. There's no way you're not seeing like their true colors. Yeah. Have to come out. And she was so fun. And you're like, she, you would a hundred percent. Like she'd be like that girl in the dorm that you'd be like, Hey, what's what has anybody checked in? Like, is Kelly coming out with us tonight? Like, let's go get, see what Kelly's doing and let's pregame in her place. Yeah. And she's also one of the few, like we've kind of seen her grow up. I mean, she was on the first, she won the first season of American Idol and then she grew up. I mean, she was probably what, 18, 19 or something on that. And we've seen her ever since. And being one of the few people to not go down the road of a, you know, a Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears, hot mess, drugs alcohol you know all of that she's pretty yeah. much been... well she was never in like the hollywood scene she went over no to i know but you know yeah. what i mean being as successful as she was she could have easily like gone down a bad route and she hasn't and so i think it's even more sad to see like her being taken advantage of with someone who she clearly loved and was with for i mean they were together for what like 13 years or something oh that seems longer than yeah because i feel like they kind of had kids kelly clarkson wiki um but you might not be wrong i mean the oldest kid is six but they have been the separation has been going on for a while personal life 2012 yeah no you're right Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I feel like I saw 13 years. I wasn't sure if maybe... Oh, no, was... eight years. So eight years, yeah. Maybe it was a manager. In 2013, they got married. So maybe that's okay. where you're getting the 13. 
so yeah so they had the kids like pretty much right away but um oh she has an autoimmune condition and a thyroid condition oh no okay save kelly clarkson <laughs> <laughs> i think she's protect her at all costs because of her like weight gain you know she's gotten like hate for that and i think she talked about it being the thyroid and yeah when she's maybe what a size eight or twelve like eight to ten twelve maybe like yeah that's why i was just like yes kelly because she was she was one of the first to be like look i tried to be your size two at american idol and like that was the worst time of my life. And also, you don't need to be a size two in order to be beautiful. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah. And this would have been back in 020304 era when it was like. Yeah, we were still in high school. Yeah, when it was, you needed to like be a, a prude slut at the same time, like wear <laughs> slutty clothes, but like not do anything. And like. Well, yeah. And also, you didn't really have like, you know, body positive um role models role models like we do now yeah again it was that paris hilton era <laughs> so yeah. that wasn't helping anybody right but yeah we're just really bummed out because like why can't you just walk away from this like you came in with plenty of money you're There's- still gonna get some she's if she has full custody you could still even be a douche and get like spousal and child support at you know a le- at a decent half mil a year like, you can't yeah. handle half a million a year? Well, no. I mean, the number he's asking for is just, like, ridiculous. There's no reason to need that, especially when you yourself are still making money. Granted, she was your client at one point, so maybe they're using justification that now that the divorce... I forgot who filed, so maybe, like, she filed, and as a result, he's claiming, like, you know, some ridiculous... It's affecting his business. But, like, at the end of the day, you're still making so much money that no one feels bad for you. Yeah. You are correct. She did file. Yeah. Yeah. that's. And then she won primary custody. So he doesn't even have. being a little bitch and being pissed and wanting money. And, and, you know, unfortunately, she is more successful than him. And he's clearly taking it out on her now through the money. Yeah. It's just this has got to be gut-wrenching. And I just, my heart goes out to her because you're like. Because, I mean, uh, maybe I'm speaking on behalf of Michelle as well, but, and, and this isn't like the actual case in real life, but when you do find somebody and you're like, are starting that life, like, don't you think there's a big sigh of relief there of like, this is what I've wanted to be doing and this is happening. And then when it starts to fall apart, oh, yeah. I mean, I just know when I don't get married and then I don't get divorced in the future, like when I don't <laughs> get divorced, I'm going to be like in bed for a couple of weeks. Yeah, no, I mean, I can't imagine what, how that affects you. And let alone if you're in the private, if you're in the public eye with, you know, there's so many layers. So we're wishing her well. She's a survivor. She'll come out of this stronger. Hopefully she'll make amazing bops and shove it right up his ass. But at the same time, we feel for her because this is a lot to deal with on top of everything else 2020 has given us. Yeah. And this couple is very rumored, very rumored. But there was a blind item circulating a while ago of like what famous couples breaking up due to differences of Black Lives Matter. And this was the couple that the Internet was really like, yeah, it's got to be these two. A hard, hard rumor, all speculation. Right allegedly 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 but i mean it seems like he's turning out to be a real piece of shit so 
on that note, should we move on to our next topic? Oh, yeah. Another piece of shit. <laughs> so, Shia LaBeouf, our old friend from back in the day of even Stevens, um, has moved on to become a very unwell human on and off. But he, this week, his, ex, his ex-girlfriend musician, FK Twigs, filed suit against him. Um, accusing him of abusing her physically, mentally, and emotionally during their relationship that began in 2018. It was about a year uh, long. Um, she also is alleging that he knowingly gave her an STD. And she's accusing him of isolating her from other people, convincing her personal assistant to provide confidential information he could use to intimidate her. Um, a lot of, you know, mentally, like I said, there's stories of him driving really fast in a car and refusing to um, hit on the brakes until she said she loved him. Like some really mentally unstable. Yeah, counting thing. the number of kisses she gave him a day to like meet a quota. I mean, it's very clearly all if anybody is listening to this and that's part of your relationship you need to understand your relationship's going to turn abusive if it's not already abusive. Yeah. It's all about control. And she, she alleged she choked her, threw her against mm-hmm. the car. Um, and a second girlfriend in the suit actually is quoted, like, also claiming abuse. So that was filed on Friday. Um, basically, after it was filed, Shia, like, came out and had a response. Um probably actually one of the stronger responsive of all the responses we've seen but yeah he because basically the new york times was the one to report the story and he emailed them saying i'm not in any position to tell anyone how my behavior made them feel i have no excuses for my alcoholism or aggression only rationalizations i've been abusive to myself and everyone around me for years i have a history of hurting the people closest to me i'm ashamed of that history and i'm sorry to hurt those i sorry to those i hurt there's nothing else I can really say. Um, and so what's interesting also to this story is for people who have followed, you know, Shia's storyline story in his life, in addition to obviously the Disney world, then he, then he also did transformers. He got into drugs and alcohol. If you see the movie American honey, it is a movie he wrote and directed and stars and about his childhood about working on even Stevens and how his dad was um, very mentally, physically, and emotionally abusive to him and an alcoholic. And so you're understanding kind of the, the cycle that has continued. But it's that movie took place in 2016. He met TK Swiggs on FKA Twigs. Sorry, sorry. I don't know why. Okay, FKA Twigs on the set like she's in the movie um and then later they dated you know two years later so it's interesting like clearly he's still dealing with these demons because those demons are what are being addressed in the movie oh yeah well i mean so you could also like he's i for i i'm a huge fan i'll say that i'm a huge fan of his once that um, once he started breaking out of the even Steven stuff, I was like, this guy is charismatic as hell. And like Transformers should not be this good of a movie. And I ate it up. 
but you like backdrop with him for all of that like he was uh so transformers would have been his pre-artistry phase because then he was doing his like live action art stuff while i was working well we were both still at macy's in new york because we would want to put on the feed while we're at work to watch his him watching his own movies all right so he started yeah so he started to do these art installations that yeah so it would have been like in between the transformer movies but definitely after the first one and when he was also doing his like more independent stuff and he so he started to very clearly show signs of anybody any kind of like physician that would have dealt dealt with alcoholism and addiction would have been like oh this isn't okay like he's clearly starting to really need help because then he was also getting arrested he got arrested at a walmart for public intoxication and like starting a fight with a security guard i was gonna say didn't he punch someone and then at his art installations he got multiple he got arrested multiple times for getting in physical altercations that with people who would come to his art installations of him like standing in an elevator for 24 hours that was one of them he did that at oxford university and he got arrested there because he punched somebody in the face who's who got in really drunk to start a fight with him because he kept getting arrested for starting fights. Right. No, it's And he showed up on the red carpet with a bag over his head saying, I'm not famous anymore. And he had a completely different girlfriend for this time period who maybe was an actress, but like didn't, unfortunately really had no power to her name. So I can't imagine what her life would have been like with him. But he did this film, Nymphomaniac, with his now wife, Mia Goth. And Nymphomaniac, he had sex on screen with Mia Goth. And that was the whole point of this movie was to show, was a non-pornographic film showing sex between two artists. And the girlfriend, I remember at the time being like, why are you doing this? Like she went to the press, like they clearly broke up or they were like, everybody was pressuring her to answer why she was still with him when he was actively having sex with other people on camera and she tried to deal with it for a minute and she did a much better job than like anybody I think else would have yeah but immediately kind of that whole relationship crumbled and to me that is also a form of abuse of course because he would have been gaslighting her the whole time being like I'm an artist and this is what I'm doing for my project and you don't understand it yeah I was just gonna say mental and emotional abuse for sure yeah and i also remember even i think when he was doing like holes and like post even stevens era maybe pre-transformers and he was doing all the press tours he started telling stories of who his dad was and those were very alarming because like he would help his dad cultivate his weed off the highway when he was like 9 10 11 years old yep i mean you see all that in america honey boy yeah Um, oh is it honey boy i'm sorry i think it's honey it's honey boy yeah honey boy um, uh, no, I mean, I saw that movie and it was very disturbing. Yeah. And I remember once he said that story, once he said that story on one of the late night shows, I immediately was like, oh, it, it like he has a classic child star story. Like he's not going to get out of this very well. Oh, so he has another movie called American Honey. So that's interesting. Oh, that's why okay. I kept saying that. It's Honey Boy. You're right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what American American Sorry, Honey American, was like. So American Honey was 2016. Honey Boy Boy was is 2019, which is why that makes sense that he and FK Twigs, FKA Twigs met because it was 2018, 2019. So they yeah. dated while also filming the movie. Yeah, cool. And then he 
has since, from what I understand, maybe and possibly gotten back together with his ex-wife, Mia Goth, who is, I, I, we, she's a whole other episode, so. And at one point, he was also with Carrie Mulligan. That was, I think, before, I would be very interested to see if she was the, like, victim of any of this situation, because that would have been right after that relationship seemed to have been the, uh, in, like, the, um, catalyst for him really going off the rails right yeah because yeah. i really liked them together and i was like oh they might be but then she ended up with marcus mumford who mumford chicken chicken winner i mean chicken yeah, chicken no, winner dinner <laughs> yeah upgrade they were definitely yeah because um yeah definitely an upgrade they so shia and carrie met on Wal- uh, wolves of wall street um the sequel and yeah. that was in 2011, No, 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 no. It's not Wolf of Wall Street sequel. It's Wall Street sequel. Sorry. Yeah, I'm like so <laughs> off today. I my, just love, I, this never happens. That's what I know. I've been up for hours. Like, this is normally how I'd be if I just roll out of bed. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Wall Street sequel, the Charlie Sheen. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, Michael Douglas sequel where Carrie Mulligan is Michael Douglas's daughter and Shia is trying to get with that. And she claims they will, they ended because he wasn't ready to settle down, but clearly he was dealing with a lot of demons. Well, it could have been the beginning. That would have been like the, the last, of, yeah. thing. like he probably was maybe trying to keep it together in that moment. And then that is, you know, he needed to have, can you imagine if, yeah, he, all of this was going to come up. Like, I think he started to like lose his mind towards the end of their relationship, and she realized like this wasn't for me. Yeah, um, like he already had a bad boy reputation, but right. it wasn't like actually dangerous. And she was, no, she you know, the, the right next move. big thing. You know, she had, I know, and I'm obsessed with Marcus Munford so much. Like, I love that band and I love his voice. And I, uh, I was, I like I'll squealed take- when I found out that they were together. <laughs> And they yeah, went to the I royal mean, wedding. I mean, I could not handle it. Yeah, that's definitely not necessarily my like area of expertise in terms of music, but like yeah. in terms of what I deem as you know, not your R and B hip hop music, I would choose that over like Coldplay any day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So, I mean, I love Chris Martin. I'm not tossing him out of bed either, but yeah. I love him more of like his personality. I only like those first two albums, and then since then, it's ooh. But Marcus Munford, he's been, you know, he did some stuff with Bob Dylan. He did, yeah, I'm like. Yeah. He's, um, he's the man. But before we move on to the next topic, I oh, just yeah. want to highlight the fact, because, you know, as a germaphobe, <laughs> as a person fearful of STDs, I do want to highlight again on the part that she's suing him for knowingly giving her an STD, which yeah started to see more and more of that happen over the last couple of years and i really love to see that this we've seen it with r kelly we've seen it with usher we saw it with jim carrey so you know just noting that this has occurred many a times and um i'm here for it and it seems like she has a real solid lawsuit on this end because he well i mean no we don't have any kind of I, I'm, I really appreciate his statement of all statements that we've heard. Well, what else can you really say? He, I mean, he could have done something such a douchey or like not said anything or yeah, it could have. I think either he has a really good PR person or his, he's gone into a place where like, yeah, he's clearly not well and he's aware he's not well. So at least he's aware he's not well versus just denying it. 
I think he's number two. Yeah. I, I mean, think he's finally kind of, yeah. And Honey Boy, there's all those scenes of him in this, you know, going to therapy, going to the, having these insane conversations. So if he did a movie about it, clearly he's aware of his. Yeah. And his latest press tours, especially since Honey Boy is like, you're, we're dealing with a different person. Like they're, yeah. t- you're talking to a different person when he's on these, like he's very clearly sober right now, but Hopefully that'll last and hopefully he'll take ownership and um, oh yeah. Oh, we didn't even mention this though, but Sia also came out after FKA Twigs filed this lawsuit and obviously everyone's supporting FKA Twigs. Um, This is just like a weird incident dynamic of, well, I guess it's, I guess it's not that weird. We're just used to the denial on the other end. Whereas this is like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Sia, the singer songwriter, uh, came out saying she was looped it like he he pulled her into an adulterous relationship during this time i'm assuming she's talking about fka twigs not knowing that they were in a relationship or it could be referring to another one because she's not so clear in her statement that it, it seems like the time frame was his time frame with fka twigs but sia's doesn't come out in her statement being like yeah, like he, I actually, he tried to date me while she, he, he was dating her. She just says, against my knowledge, uh, he began pursuing me and he was in a relationship. And I knew, like, I thought he told me he was single. And once I found out that it was, he was already in a relationship with somebody else, like, I broke up with him. But that was just her coming out to say, like, yeah, he's a pathological liar that doesn't give a shit about women. Right. And then also the timeline really sucks for him on that one because she's saying that this is also happening within the last year, you know? So is, could he be that, like, I'm really hoping that we're seeing a different person from what we've seen since his Honey Boy press tour and the release of that movie. But with these actions at the same time, like, have you actually changed or do you just know that you need to be presenting that front? I think he's very not well and clearly needs to do a lot more work. I mean, he's. I know it's not his fault either. Uh, It's a very, it's a very sad story, especially when you look back and see like how talented he was even as just a kid and like the toxic environment he unfortunately grew up in and the you know how all that influences i know i know i don't know i'm so like i'm so empathetic towards him on this situation i don't know why well i think it's because we know a lot of what has um caused his actions where other you know actors are just assholes we hear about either you know being misogynistic or just being you know cheating or whatever it is and we don't know their full story i'm sure they have some of them may have similar stories but because he's been so open and has part made it part of his art you're you're seeing a lot of it and that's where it gets hard like we've had these conversations of when do you cancel someone and they're apologetic and they're attempting to try to do better it's much easier to be willing to not cancel but at what point you know it's a, it's a hard situation but obviously if he's to your point if he's definitely trying to work on on himself you can only hope for the best yeah for some reason i feel like he's gonna get like an robert downey jr scenario out of this one like he might be yeah. canceled for a minute but then he's gonna like claw 
himself back to a place that he wants to be. He certainly has the talent that if he really funnels all of that into something positive, I think he could. It's just a matter of what he does with all of this like inner rage and sadness and whatever he has. Yeah, and it seems like his relationship with the actor that was in Peanut Butter Falcon like fucking tore him apart and like rebuilt him because he was like, I'm such a piece of shit and I'm working every day with this actor who has down syndrome and like I'm such an asshole to everyone around me and it just seemed and how lucky like it probably made him realize as much as I've had a really shitty life like I'm so lucky and fortunate and maybe can I take this relationship with this boy and realize like how fortunate I am and be more thankful and work on myself and see yeah and And he seemed to start seeing the world through uh his co-stars lens and it really like impacted him it was like i forget who the third actress was on the film that was like oh he's a different person from when we started yeah yeah i saw the movie it was interesting again i feel like a lot of his movies i'm like where is this going (laughs) but his acting is definitely good yeah yeah all right well we'll see what happens to you shia Shall we move on to our another story case? This is this is a little bit more less depressing, depending on how you feel about. But more controversial. No, that's that. That's I shouldn't make a joke at this point because it's not more. I know in my eyes it's up there just because of the nature of of the topic. Exactly. (laughs) All right, so I'm gonna do a slow. I'm gonna (laughs) bury the lead on this guy. So Michelle texted me this week and she was like oh they're because all because marvel announced all their film stuff and and then she was like oh also disney is doing a buzz lightyear movie and i was like oh that's super in my head i unfortunately didn't text her at this time i wish i had because then we would have had more proof but in my head i go oh i would like to see buzz lightyear before he comes to andy's house and just like that character maybe like a buzz lightyear factory and like like he knows that he's not the only he knows he's the only he thinks he's the only buzz light year when he gets to andy's house and like maybe there is um he has like an existential kind of crisis the same situation before he gets to andy but then there's like a mind wipe like a battery change or something and i had all these ideas um and then uh, and then I texted Michelle like a day later and I was like, oh, and Chris Evans is going to be voicing the character, which I got more excited about. And I started crying. <laughs> so do you want to, would you like to explain? <laughs> well, yeah. So obviously, you know, I'm not the Disney client. Like I am not your, oh my God, when a Disney movie comes out, I need to see it. But yeah. I will say of all the Disney movies, I know Pixar is part of Disney, but whatever. Toy Stories are definitely my favorite Disney movies, hands down. Like, I can watch them many times. I never cry. I always cry when I watch Toy Story, especially two and three. And she also doesn't watch a lot of things repetitively at all, let alone right. movies. And specifically, I mean, I love all the characters, but Buzz Lightyear was definitely my favorite, at least in the first few. Like, I was definitely a more Buzz over Woody person, which is controversial. I feel like most people like Woody. I'm Woody um, over Buzz, and that just tells you the main difference between us, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, again, <laughs> granted, my thoughts on him has cha- have changed in the last 10 years, but, like, Tim Allen, for me, was such a 
like core part of my childhood between Home Improvement, like the Santa Claus movies, Toy Story. No, he's, yeah, he's still definitely like a tag-in dad. Yeah, like he played so many quintessential characters of our childhood and like the voice of Buzz Lightyear is Tim Allen. And so to then hear that it's, I was so excited for like a all Buzz Lightyear Tim Allen movie, which I also thought was probably going to be like leading up to him going to Andy's house. But then to then find out it's Chris Evans, who I don't dislike, but I'm not on the bandwagon as everyone else. I feel like he's already gone in a million movies, including his a million Marvel movies. Like, let him stay away from my precious Buzz Lightyear. So then my my thought was like, yeah, the, yeah this is going to be not, not, not going to go over well in her department. <laughs> but it has to do with the fact that they're going to do like, a, you know, a pre an, or a younger Buzz. And if that matters at all. And then I was like, it doesn't really matter because it is supposed to be a voice of him. But I can understand why. They would recast it just to get Chris Evans. He already has a relationship with Disney. I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't Tim Allen, but I was like, oh yeah, maybe there's gonna be like a whole new thing with Chris Evans. And I just can hear his voice more. So I'm fine with that. Right. And I put it on the background while I go to sleep and pretend uh, I'm in bed with him. It's not, I don't do that normally. That's not a thing. I, <laughs> I don't watch like all the Captain America's every week or anything. It's like not a big deal. And, um, but then a double gut punch because it should still kind of really be tim allen like i don't appreciate tim allen being canceled because he's more conservative because we are dealing with a man who you know grew up in a different time period a different part of the country and should still be allowed to work even if he's a republican yeah like, no i mean he's i don't agree with his ideologies but like it, until we find out he's god forbid raped a woman or killed someone i'm still not which he hasn't which he hasn't it's not but that's what I'm saying. I'm not ready to cancel yeah. him just yet. <laughs> so he went to prison in the 70s Drugs. for a bad coke Yeah, deal. I mean. I can support Who that. hasn't? <laughs> that's where he found stand-up comedy. I mean, it's really a, a story for the ages. We love you, Tim. Yeah. But I, when you actually learn... So then we get on our Friday night Zoom with our friends. And we come to find out that the movie is actual garbage the plot of this film <laughs> is trash so it's gonna be so now i understand more i mean actually they still should have used the same voice because if it's just buzz lightyear's recorded voice it could still be Tim Thank Allen. You. but the plot twist that they're trying to pull on us now is it's going so buzz lightyear the toy is based on a character is based on a human being who's an astronaut obviously and Chris Evans is playing the actual not human cartoon version of who Buzz Lightyear the toy is based on. A fictional. Which is technically Buzz Aldrin. Right, like a fictional from... Buzz Aldrin basically is what Chris Evans yeah. is playing. So he's not even Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. He's going to be a fictional Buzz Lightyear human being that they're going to create this whole backstory around for like what I thought was going to be a TV show that Buzz Lightyear is based, you know, like it doesn't Buzz Lightyear come from a TV show? Or well, like... yeah, in the movie is like you see him in the commercials and that's where he thinks he has all these powers because he's seeing the commercials of the toy and like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that to me so makes more sense. So Chris Evans' character an actor playing this part and then the character's an astronaut? Or I think we're understanding that Chris Evans is playing a fictional real person. 
that this toy is based on. I mean, the eye rolls and were the, angry. The eye rolls and the shakes of my head. I wish you could all see and hear because it's just it'll probably do well because it's Chris Evans and it's Disney. But it could have been such a better movie. I forgot that they were probably like targeting a lower demographic when I was in line this morning, yeah. uh, waiting to get my coffee, and I was like, "Oh, I don't think I'm the demographic for this movie." Like, it just they're targeting your me, nieces. But- but we should be the demographic for this movie. We should because we were the ones to see Toy Story four. At least I was. I mean, and and all the and when those Toy Stories came out, that was us. I mean, I almost never see movies in the theater, but like we, my family, me, my mom, my brother have seen all four in the theaters. And in fact, I saw one of them in like IMAX three D. I think number yeah. three. Like we've spent hundreds of dollars on Toy Story movies. <laughs> but well, if we're going to do that, then. <laughs> I was like, then Marvel owes me like $4 million. No, but you know, it's just, it's a hit and a miss to me. Again, I'm sure Yeah. the the execs at Disney somewhat know what they're doing, but it just could have been such a better concept and still hit the mark. Yeah. If like you're in that producer's meeting, can you like call, can you conference this in next time? Cause we want to know if, was this an idea that you guys even thought of and you ex Yeah. And then you went to this backup plan or was it nobody, was everybody too scared to even suggest our idea? Cause our idea is better. I can't imagine this being pitched to Tim Allen and him saying no, especially now that his last man standing show is ending. Like he's got nothing to do. And uh, for me, voiceover work is the best of work. Well, yeah. And to me, I think that's the part that's the hardest to kind of get over because it's just a voice. voice. And I mean, I know like we talked about this also, like the Lion King you have, you know, baby Simba is played by Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And then what's Matthew Broderick is the older one. Like that's all in one movie. So like I can, I can count. And that's puberty. Yeah, it's a character puberty. going through puberty. It. But like to your point, if we're going to be showing like the toy and all that, the voice is Tim Allen. Like you can't change the voice. Yeah. If we're just copying the voice to put it in other toys. Yeah. It's ugh, Disney. You really, you really should have let us know about like, we really could have fixed a lot of this PR nightmare for you before you even announced yeah, it. So we'll see. I mean, maybe they will be calling us for reputation management, you know, training later, but not a good move. Um, I'm very much able to move immediately to California and start working. So if anybody wants to offer me a job. (laughs) Send us a DM and Casey will respond. Um, So speaking of Chris Evans, his ex-girlfriend, Jenny Slade, if people remember. Yeah. um, On the set of Gifted and Dated for what, like a year, two years? Oh, yeah. You got that movie right. I know. And that one I didn't even see. (laughs) Yeah. And it's nobody's fault. There's no logic to my brain today. Yeah. Oh, side note. That little boy from Honey Boy who plays young Shia is then in um, your new jam, The Undoing. He's the son in The Undoing. And he made like a million dollars or something off that movie. I just saw. Yeah. Like... He's also in The Quiet Place. Okay. He, I'm I really, as a child actor, I should not be following his career as closely as I do. But I'm like, oh, this kid is getting cast and everything he's good. He's very talented and he's yeah. British. He's very talented. Noah Jupe. Yeah. And he's British, yeah. which I appreciate because I didn't realize that, obviously, when you're watching. Oh, neither. I mean, he's only been playing yeah. American characters that I've seen. I only knew he was British because that when you watch the first episode of The Undoing, you know how sometimes HBO at the end of it they'll like show you interviews with some of the cast or the director oh yeah, and yeah he's yeah. talking and he has 
a British accent. Um, Great. Okay, we'll get to British American accents later when I have my critique. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Jenny Slate. So yeah. So uh, this week, a few um, pregnancies have been announced. Jenny Slate being one of them, and it's not with Chris Evans clearly because they haven't been together in yeah. a while. But yeah, it is with her fiance. Um, I think his name ben. is Ben. He's an art curator. They've been together. Yeah, and they live in, I want to say, like, on Martha's Vineyard, or they live in, like, a very, it might be Nantucket now, but she's definitely, like, East Coast, and they essentially, so she was on Seth Meyers, that's when I learned about it, and she essentially said, we got pregnant the first night of quarantine, like, we locked down, and we were having a very intimate evening together and then and then she was like but then i baked a lot of bread and i think i ate too much bread seth she stood up and she's ready yeah i I was gonna say i saw the um the clip of how she announced it um yeah and they're good friends so that was really cute yeah and i mean that doesn't surprise me because they're engaged and you know they're making use of quarantine so and she's you know there's only so many eggs left she's also to be crass yeah she's also like always in a relationship so this doesn't surprise me yeah yeah she was she got married in her mid-20s and then she did um uh what was the snail the youtube oh yeah um he was merle the shell it was like merle the shell it's something i was super into it um but he's a little shell that has a voice and then kind of from that i i actually i like did a deep dive on her a while ago from that, she got like a little book deal with that, and her ex husband, Marcel. And the then Shell. Marcel the Shell, and then she was on SNL, and she she was on SNL for a year. She said "fuck" on live TV, right. and essentially, I don't know if she got fired for that or her contract. They just like weren't renewing her contract. Wasn't uh, that the same and then, time Casey Wilson also got fired? Like I liked both of them, and they both basically got fired around the same time. I think so. Yeah. And you and I were like, no, but they're the funny yeah, women. Yeah, because they were the ones we like, uh, gravitated to. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was rumored that Casey got fired because she also had gained weight. And then it was like, that was bullshit. And like, um, yeah, and that was insanely frustrating. And then uh, they, oh, and then she did Obvious Child, which was. Yeah, that's an intense movie. It's good. Yeah. So if you guys haven't seen that one, I would recommend that as like a little indie. Yeah. And that gave us um, Jake Lacey, who, who, I'm a, he's a, he's a dude to check out. Jake Lacey. He basically plays a boyfriend in every movie. So if you don't know the name, yeah. you'll probably recognize <laughs> his face the second you Google it. Um, yeah. He, just, he, to, he lives in Brooklyn. So I used to be like, uh, like maybe I'll see him on the train and I'll get really excited. Yeah. yeah so uh, who else? So is, Jenny somebody Slate, else is pregnant, right? Yeah. So Jenny Slate's the first pregnancy announced, and then the second one is um, actress and singer Christina Milian, who she's been for people who don't know her. I mean, she has a lot of songs, more so from the '90s, and then she was in a or early 2000s, like well, early, late 90s. Yeah, early she's too 2000s. young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like younger than um, us. Mm, I think she's our age. She, oh, okay. Oh, no, All she right. was born in 1981, so she's a little bit older than us. Thir- oh, 39. never mind. Yeah, no. Oh, wow. She, I was thinking she's been 91. Around for a while. Like, she's been around, but, like, the first time we really heard of her was in 2000 with, like, Ja Rule. We did, yeah, like, okay. a lot of those songs. But, yeah, she's, I mean, she's been around, and 
probably the most like tumultuous relationship was when she was with the dream who like they were engaged he cheated on her blah 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 stuff blah 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 she was with nick cannon she's been with a lot of people um she was with a pastor who like maybe had left his wife for her for a minute and then did she have his kid well this is so this is her third kid um Oh. that she's having and it's with her I've missed one it's with her boyfriend Matt who um they already have a 10 month old son okay and she does have a son a daughter with the dream who is the who oh, cheated on okay. her when she was pregnant that's okay that's right yeah. all right the the daughter is like 10 years old at this point Violet so um that was the other announcement of pregnancies this week um so you know i gotta say i'm disappointed that nobody's breaking up i just need to make that announcement i was really hoping in quarantine well we've had a lot <laughs> and i know i just wanted there to be there, more there will probably be more <laughs> don't you worry we're going into another lockdown so that just means more time you're stuck with your significant other and potentially realizing you made a huge mistake <laughs> that's all i want <laughs> is everybody to realize they made terrible mistakes and i'm okay talking to this guy right now who says lol too much uh, but that's kind of my gripe with everybody yeah well <laughs> just a lol well, on that note what okay. are you watching um i watched prom the prom on netflix and this is where i'll go back to uh british accents is i i'm a massive james corden fan and was before he got his show over here and uh he like already in the first 10 minutes he's trying to do an american accent and you pretty much lost me i was like there's no reason why this character like he's trying to sing an american accent and you can kind of hear him aggressively trying to hit those vowel sounds and i was like oh boy i'm already out because there was no real reason for his character to be american he's getting some backlash for playing uh like a more effeminate because uh, his character is gay and so he does kind of do a more effeminate like stereotypical character but that's he's also playing who this character was originally on Broadway like the actor that originated this character played the character that way and he's very much doing like a mimic of that character Meryl's still great Nicole Kidman is like much more likable in this than, I hear they don't I would say most of her projects I hear that they don't give her like enough so that's the thing. Like nobody, Keegan Michael Key, I think probably gets like the most screen time. Almost really? like okay. didn't even realize. He yeah, was in I, it. well, I felt like he was in it. Yeah, I felt like he was the most like prominently because that's how I felt too. Because I was like Andrew Reynolds is not getting enough singing stuff. Like it's mostly James Merrill, Keegan, and the girl that the play is based on trying to right. help, and she's really good. She's probably one of the better actors of all of them no, no nobody does a bad performance but nobody does a really interesting or great performance i would say except for her and maybe carrie washington is probably the other really strong performance but it's just that thing of like there's something lost in translation when you're going from broadway to film of like and i don't know what it is i don't know if it's character development or <laughs> if it's there's just something that i'm like I thought the movie was over halfway through. Like I already thought we had hit our critical points and our, and we were having our resolutions and stuff. And then it kept going for like another three, four songs. And I was like, 
oh this movie's still on okay like the first hour felt like two hours right yeah so it's definitely if you're a fan of broadway i would say check it out if you're a fan of any of them it's not bad it is nice that like you know the broadway people are making fun of themselves and all the right things are being poked fun at and it's like we're gonna come help this small town rural ignorant folk and and they think they're you know big city people but they're so narcissistic and so it has some cute tropes here and there but if it you know i guess it's a a victim of the time of like i want something more interesting and i need something to take like to focus my time and to pull me in and it just didn't do that for me yeah i think from what i've seen online it's in line with a lot of the reviews so yeah so i would say like uh b minus c plus if we're gonna go like Broadway films that work for me are um, uh, Hairspray. Yeah. Like that one was a really great remake. I'm trying to think of there's any. Even though I still feel like the John Travolta casting was uncomfortable. But besides that. Just because of like the, whatever they put on his face made him look like a cartoon. Like whatever fat chin thing they strapped onto him was so strange yeah like you, i don't understand how they looked at that and said yeah let's keep that that looks like an actual yeah human being or... or like why didn't they just give it to harvey Keitel or harvey one or not fire scene thank you um yeah, yeah, yeah he obviously is the only one who really should be playing that part <laughs> yeah and it's like yes john is a great singer yes john still can dance but are we doing they were trying to do this because the original actor was a man playing a woman who had like a raspy voice that sounded like a woman yeah i mean yeah it's it's weird but no i agree with you i mean it's i mean we didn't i didn't even attempt it but cats was terrible um oh cats was awful i want them to do i mean if i could i would kill for a book of uh mormon yeah that but i need andrew and josh and they should i mean it it could be. There's no reason why the original cast couldn't do it. None of them are so. Now they're too old, which sucks. Yeah, but, but yeah. none of them are so large and larger than life that they wouldn't be willing to do it. And I feel like it would do really well. Or like, do they not? I mean, I just don't understand. And I feel like they do because they do a lot of them on PBS. But how do you not have these the broadway productions film to then be able to be rented well, like, and bought well, and i like, feel like the hamilton one was like so special but again like it shouldn't just be hamilton that gets filmed i agree especially now i mean they probably did it because they want to make sure that people go to new york and spend the money and see it but considering yeah. that's not going to happen anytime soon like but if you put the whole library up then It'll just get more people knowledgeable, and I would rent like all these things. Oh my god, like so many Patti Lapone performances, or like, and they film the shows when they're on Broadway. That's what drives me insane. Of like, who has the fucking taping? Broadway is probably thinking right now of how they're going to be able to stay afloat in this new world, and maybe that is something that they're looking into more. As I mean, there's no one going to Broadway 
the rest of this year into most of next year. So, yeah, they didn't even try to pretend like we're going to salvage this and create so order, some kind of production. So just like keep the community alive they're gonna have to come out with new revenue streams so and every once in a while they'll they'll put something on a pbs on a saturday night and do a terrible job of promoting it but they're like if you want to watch it was something that andrew rannells was in recently that like uh, he was tweeting about and i was like oh i should make note like that's available on pbs yeah but yeah i'm just yeah, Ben Platt and Dear Evan Hansen. I mean, are you kidding me? That like... movie they're filming. Okay, good. Yeah, no, that so, I think yeah. like that is going to probably I mean, we didn't see it on Broadway, so I don't know if I'll be able to compare it, obviously. Um, but I have just a feeling that one will do well. I hope so, yeah. Um, although it is more modern, obviously. Yeah. Now that we're saying it, I will say that um oh man, what's the one with Oh, Chicago. That was a great one. That was a great that film. That was one where yeah. having, I've seen both. I actually thought the movie was better than the Broadway. Although, when I saw it on Broadway, I saw it with Ash- Ashley Simpson playing Roxy Hart. Oh, bummer. So, okay. not the same as, you know, Reese Witherspoon. But, I mean, Renee, Renee Zellweger. Zellweger. Again, what is going on today? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to hate it. Because it's, it's one, it's a blue moon, man. Yeah. It's a blue oh, moon. I this brain. Um, <laughs> and did you have anything else or? Okay. No, that's the only thing I watch. I've been watching Doctor yeah. Who and Big Mouth was amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. only been a few days since we filmed, since we recorded last time anyway. Um, yeah. My only update that I've seen is I saw the first episode of Industry on HBO Max. Um, it take, it's the, the premise already intrigued me because, you know, it kind of has to do with our lives in the sense that it's taking place in London in 2008, like right at the time of the, you know, economic crash. 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 And, yeah, the economic crash. And it's a bunch of students who are taking a job straight out of college um, in finance. So it's like, you know, basically people are contemporaries, 08, going to London and the the first episode is really more just about how hard it is to work in, you know, investment banking or whatever they're actually, you know, all this financial stuff is confusing to me. So I don't know exactly what they do. There's involving like buying stuff, buying stocks, selling, you know, having clients, all that. Um, Yeah. And I appreciate that. Like the boss is miles from lost. Oh yeah. He shows up. Um, I think his name is Ken. He's good at yeah, everything, but I don't know what else Ken... I could pinpoint to him. I think his name is like Ken Lung, or I don't know how you pronounce his last name. L-E-U-N-G. He's been in a lot of other things, but like Casey and I were obsessed with Lost, at least like when it was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he was great on And he was that. such a good and, character yeah. and was only in it for like two seasons. So it was like a very. We are like, come on, bring Miles yeah, back. Yeah, we were man. always like, Miles <laughs> coming back, like. You know, so uh, it was just great to see him. It is written or created by Lena Dunham. So there is probably a lot of. Oh, that's what she was living in, in Wales and writing about. Yeah. Okay. Because they would have filmed it in Cardiff. So it is yeah. Definitely. At Pinewood Studios. Some okay. extra sex, at least from the first episode, like more than you need, probably need 
Oh, God. Really, Lena? But I'm intrigued enough that, like, I'm definitely going to... I mean, it's also... There's going to definitely... Yeah. Yeah, no. It's also, like, it's it's interesting. I'm... So far, I'm liking it. But again, I've only seen the first episode. Yeah. And those environments usually have a lot of incest so i can see like where that it probably isn't where like lena is going to be leaning in on that well <laughs> lena, lena yeah in. no I but mean, uh but like lena come on bro yeah it's like financial <laughs> industry during a very like tumultuous time in london like it's very fast-paced and you're there's drug use there's you know people working too hard to the point where they're potentially can die like there's a lot going on so yeah, I've been wanting to maybe check yeah, that one out, but I was like... It's not something I'm going to yeah. binge, like, all in one week, but it's definitely something I'm adding to my repertoire. Yeah, I should check out The Undoing, but that feels like a lot to break off and start, but I don't yeah, know why I'm fighting Yeah, The Undoing it. is more like you could do that in a day. Like, literally, it's... That's what I'm thinking, yeah, like, oh, shit, like, I could, maybe, yeah. Maybe during Christmas. Oh, Christmas, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Nothing says Christmas like a murder. <laughs> Pretty much. I realized today that I can buy myself some Baileys. Yeah. And like enjoy. Yeah. I didn't even like think about. I was like, oh, what am I going to do for like Christmas Eve, Christmas? And I was like, I'll go to Terry Black's. Like, what other food should I get? And then I'm like, oh my God, I can like, because I never really have. You're an adult. You can do whatever you want, honey. <laughs> I know. And it just, you like forget sometimes. You could have cereal <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> I mean, that's a normal occasion. I love cereal. You could have dessert before dinner. Like, you could do whatever you want. Well, no. Casey Casey should not be having <laughs> dessert before dinner because Casey cannot stop eating dessert. <laughs> I don't understand how my, like, if I opened a vein, sugar should come out. Like, it's like, why is this liquid? It should just be, like, granular sugar. It's like domino sugar versus actual blood <laughs> if you cut yourself. Yeah, that's what should my body be made of at this point. I love it. I know I'm gonna figure out what I'm gonna eat for the rest of the day I don't know what I'm gonna I'm, I could order I also realized that my rent because I get paid on Fridays that I was like ugh, I don't have that much left for this month and then I was like oh wait rent January 1st no yeah 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 January 1st is a Friday yes it is and, and it has five Fridays so now I'm not so strapped oh, for cash yeah 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 yeah. Well, so I was like, oh, I could go get some Baileys and I could order $100 worth of fucking barbecue. Treat yourself. <laughs> 2020, man. If there's nothing else you should be doing, it's treating yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, I want to wake up on Christmas and have some hot cocoa. And um, and yeah, maybe I should have gotten myself a little tree. Well, you still oh, have time. You, know, you live and it's you learn. December 13th. I know. But I would go nuts because I really want to get my own ornaments. Yeah, I, I, don't, know. I, don't, I, I don't have the money. Maybe that's a 2021 that. goal. That is. It is. It's on the back burner. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I can have, wake up every Christmas by yourself, Casey, and go to your own tree. And then I was like, oh, I can get my own 12 days of presents. And like, and then I was like, oh, I guess you like could see your family, but like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, that was, that <laughs> but was like, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah, that's it for me. All right. Well, we'll be back next Sunday with a whole new week of goss. Hot gas. Hot gas. Ooh, I love a bit of gas. All right.